All right, we're going over. Oh, software update. <laughs> I'll punch you. <laughs> Don't start. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to It's the Liquor Target right here on WCRN AM 830, and we are broadcasting live from the Julio's Liquors on Route 9 in Westboro. Go to julioslickers.com. Joining me at the dais today, of course, is uh, none other than Randall J. Bird, the spirits medium to the gods. Yeah. And, of course, Kenny is here today, the beverage whisperer himself. We are so honored to have you here today, by the way, just so you know. I don't know hazy out there. I think it's the Canadian wildfires, but I'm hoping that it'll burn off by this afternoon. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. That doesn't sound good. I was yeah. just listening to that. We had the commercial for ZD's. I said, yeah. like, if you have, you have, I was asking you if you've ever been to ZD's. There's a special sandwich, and this happened to me on Thursday. They make a special, which is like a, a grilled chicken, prosciutto, uh, basil, tomato, cheese. See, I don't know. This thing is like awesome. I just call it the Julio special because I think everybody at the store now, they, they order those sandwiches when they go. Right. But it's only like a lunch special. So anytime I, like Jen says, hey, would you bring home, like bring home, you know, pizzas from ZD's or something from ZD's. I was like, can you order that sandwich? And she goes, they don't make it at night. I, 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 we've been through this 12 times. They don't make it at night. So they were, they were out. They were going out to dinner with some friends and stuff. So I was going to be by myself with me and me and Flynn. Right. So I call up and I said, hey, can you make me? And they're like. Yeah, we can make it, but it won't be the same price. I go, oh, the cost is no object. <laughs> I just want the sandwich. Oh, yeah. No, I just want the sandwich. So I go to pick it up, and the guy goes, listen, next time just say Julio's, and, and we'll be fine. So if you wanted that sandwich, it's a great sandwich. You usually have it at lunchtime, but it, I don't even know what it's called. If you had a craving it's called for it. delicious. Let's yeah. put it that way. All right. Speaking of delicious, don't we always kick it off with the yeah. drink of the show? By the way, um, Happy almost 4th of July. I mean, it's July 1st. Yeah, yeah getting that to Randall. Hey, listen, I think that we're going to say this probably a few times during the show. But this is one bit. of those great holidays where people are out enjoying themselves. Right. And there's usually some adult beverages present. Yes. But please, please be careful. If you're with friends and family, the fun can continue. But if you're drinking and operating equipment or putting yourself in dangerous situations, uh, please turn those keys over so i just wanted to say that before no i think that's a great it, thing like, you know that's a lot of people great. on the road i've seen it yep. even coming into the show today traveling doing that stuff so yeah i never ride my motorcycle on major holidays <laughs> yeah because it, it, it is it's, it's a little bit more dangerous but if everybody you know keeps calmer and cooler heads about it we'll all be better yeah. for that all right so the um the drink of the show today which is great because tomorrow we kick off ride july all right, all rise, all July. We're going to talk about, we're going to have stuff on sale. We're going to do this whole thing. This one just came in. This is our barrel um, from Pinhook. This one yep. is called uh, Backstretch. Uh, for those of you who don't know, we have been doing here. Let me, let's, I'll toast you. Just clink, clink, clink. All right, there you go. Um, we have been doing. Health and happiness. Thank you, sir. Uh, this has been a vertical uh, barrel selection. Right. So we started with four-year-old. Five, six, and this is the, this is the fourth barrel we've done of of the pin hook. Each each of the barrels getting a year older as we're doing them. So this is the seven year. It goes for like about seventy five dollars for this one. It is uh, cast strength. 
um, at 50, 104.2 proof or 51.01 by ABV. And um, I don't know. What do you think? Well, it's pretty delicious. So are you saying that this project is going on for four years already? Mm-hmm. Or are you getting it faster than once a year? No, it's, it's once a year. Ugh. Because we have to wait for the barrels to Time age. flies. Doesn't it? Especially but, when you're drinking good whiskey. I mean, this is the newest one, but it's the oldest. Oh. Yes. I and like it's it. also my cousin. Oh, did you try? Yeah, I, I, I always forget that, too. It is, it is, believe it or not, this is the horse on the, the on not the, the horse on oh, the bottom. Yes. Hey, Mr. Ed. Johnny, you want any? I call him Cousin Sean. Cousin Sean. He um he does this. As a matter of fact, it's funny because the dis- the distillery itself, I mean, his company now does a vertical tasting of this. And uh I'm gonna take credit for that because he why, was like, What are we gonna not? do? What are we gonna do with these? Because he has a new source of barrels. He's like, I got all these other barrels. What are we gonna do with those? I go, why don't you do a vertical? Yeah. And I said, could I do a barrel vertical? And he said, yeah, sure. He's doing a small batch vertical, and I'm doing a single barrel vertical. And I plan on keeping going on these until well, basically I don't like it anymore. Right. And so when you're saying vertical, that means that each barrel that you pick is progressively older. Yes. So it's a different barrel, but you've right. waited an additional year for the aging. Right. From the same, same, t- same like mash bill, same pretty much run. Of, right. of this distillate too so, so they're it, holding it back and then right. releasing it each and they're giving and they're, additional aging right and they're giving me they're doing this for like a bunch of the barrels even though that he's doing the the batch with yeah so i get samples of those barrels and i get to pick the barrel that i want yeah so this is this is the fourth of nine vintages in the series we're going to try to get to nine yeah we're not even halfway so let's but see you how that feel goes. that if it does not of the quality that you're hoping for you're not going to commit to that even though it might be uh, the last now, one or I, whatever. This is, I said this, like, right. we send this out to everybody that, like, bought one yeah. so that they're the first ones to grab the next one. And it's been pretty good. A lot of a lot of people are buying one and two bottles of this going forward. Right. Um, when we get to a point where I, I'm not happy with it, I, I, I'm going to stop it. Right. You know, I mean, at some point, sometimes a 12-year-old rye may be, may Two. not taste not right. be where, not be what you want what, what we want but you'll have our, a few our, to pick from it's not like that, you're, that's right you're no no handcuffed I got, to that but you know the, the pool that i get to pick from sl- is getting smaller, smaller yeah. and smaller and smaller too i think this is you know i think this one's really great i i i loved um five i think it was five six i like too but like you know just for my own personal press like five this is the seven i really like this one yeah so I might be drinking more than that. This. They Penny, say that think? a parent should never pick their favorite child, but it just sounds like. Uh, well, you know, my theory on that, right? Uh, my theory on that is, yes, I do have a favorite, but it changes daily. Yeah. <laughs> Depends, so you better right? step up your game. Step up your I game. Say, that's, yeah. that's right. So what do you think of that? Uh, delicious. This is the Pinhook Seven Year. Yeah. And are the different wax dips different colors or are they? No, they're, they're they do... look way too much. <laughs> that was my only other complaint is that they look identical, but the seven, the numbers on them are really big. Yeah. So you, you there's no, uh, there's no uh, mispicking the four, the five, or the six, or the seven. Right. There's no mispicking them. And it says seven. And this one is the back stretch. We've been trying to work our way in a way like around the track. Right. So that's what you're doing as the names of it. As the name, as as I. But as really, what you want to do is follow the numbers. Yeah, because that's numbers, the easiest way. That's the you might simplest not. way. Right now, upstairs, I will tell you. Right now, there's. Right now, we have 
it is one one six pack i think it's a six pack or maybe 10 bottles of five left yeah then there's like four cases of six left and then the seven came in so it is possible right now to do five six six, seven seven. all right so i'm just waiting for the one that's going to be called uh that white sheet the white tarp is coming out (laughs) will that be the final one no please why would you say something like that no, oh, of course the winner's what, circle would be probably circle. would be okay. the last I one. If we're gonna do one more, I think it would be the winner's circle, not the the glue factory. Uh, right, yeah. No. Oh my god. Too Jello. Insane. Kenny, Kenny, we got a little bit more time before break. You just dropped some uh some some, some, some major info down on the on the desk. Um what what is this about? Well, it's about the class of non-nutritive sweeteners. And okay. the most recent, I guess, because this was just in the news, right? The most recent victim, which I think is going to wind up being false uh, news, or at least I hope it is, because I drink some of the uh, products that have aspartame. But uh, in early March or late February, erythritol was outed as being bad for some people's heart. Okay. Um, and then today, um, the International Agency for Research on Cancer, or IARC, has said that aspartame may be included in our next carcinogen report. Okay. So we will see. But is this like saccharin? Like when right. saccharin came out, like yeah. how many? Tab. You, tab. Like, yeah. But how many did you have to drink a day? Well, somewhere between 12 and 36 a day. Yeah. I mean, like, is this going to be one of those things? Well, you are hoping it is, but is this going to be one of those much ado about nothing? things well it look i mean yes i hope so and i also want to point out that the world health organization just released a 290 page report on all non-nutritive sweeteners and the only one that either wasn't in there or wasn't counted as a non-nutritive sweetener was allulose so that's one to watch Uh, there are some other low glycemic non-nutritive sweeteners so anyway, stay tuned. You're going to keep it. Yeah, yeah. science. Science. All everything. that it represents will return on. It's <laughs> the liquor talking when we come back after this commercial break. So please stay tuned. We'll continue with the Facebook live feed. All right. All right. We're we're out. And now we're out. We're out. I figured for the, since we just did um, a rye. Since we've gone awry. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's beside it's the always point. gone terribly. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's yes. It's. Not even um, this past Wednesday, um, uh, Ben Boyce was here from um, Dalmore and we did this fantastic Dalmore tasting. Um, we went through like pretty much the whole gambit of, of, of their, their core lineup. And it was a really interesting, it was a really interesting night. We went through all the stuff. Actually, he made that, he made that bottle. Yeah, it's right not there. called Dal Less. Uh, yeah. It's Dalmore. So uh, while I'm pouring that this, this one, I'm going to pour you guys is the 15 year old. And by the way, he made a great uh, cocktail, which was single malt. Mont- you would have liked this from the was, Highlands. Yeah, you would have liked this one. It was Montenegro and and, and scotch. It was awesome. Mm. Um, actually, Montenegro the wood, amaro. It's an amaro. Amaro. You can right. have some more, but not today. Well, you have to wait till amaro. Amaro. Sun will come out. The sun will come out amaro. All right. So Dalmore. Don't, don't be um, bitter, Kenny. <laughs> The sun just, will come out Amaro. For our listeners, Dalmore, single malt scotch from the Highland area of Scotland. Yeah. Making a fantastic product. You're talking about a 15-year that has a finish 
in, this, in a Marlboro barrel? No, 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 no. He did a cocktail. This is something else. Oh, okay. This, this, this is basically they're using, um, they're using uh, Oloroso and Pedro Menes, I believe, in this one's a combination. Uh, they all start. They start pretty much eight years in um, ex bourbon cask. Yep. But I thought this one was really, really nice. So we did have one little mishap, but it was really interesting. Um, we would also went and did all the way up to the we did the cigar um, blend. Yeah, we actually had a corked bottle and um, and we had another bottle. Everybody it was everything was fine, but it was really interesting because like the people that were here were like 40 something people here. It's like it's one of those things that once you've smelt it. A you know corked bottle. You, yeah, you know who dealt it. It was the bottle. But, you know, but it's one of those type of things. Now, most of the people that were all here can now identify it pretty quickly. Yeah. And it was so funny because I, I had a funny feeling that everybody's waiting to see if I caught it because I think yeah. I didn't when we do these tastings, we do Wednesday night. I try not to go ahead of anybody. I try to stay with the whole program. So I'm trying stuff at the same time. Everybody else is. So I didn't go through the whiskeys. Ben just didn't go through the whiskeys. So, well, you open the show. bottle, you don't expect you it. don't it's expect it. So everything was poured out. But, but, here's, but it was really, really it was interesting. And I think it was ed- really educational for the people it, that were yeah. here. Yeah. Um, and I'm pretty sure that if somebody had a cork bottle that they purchased, whether at the store or through Dalmore or whatever, that they would make good on. on oh, no, we'll take it. We will. Yeah, yeah, we'll take it. We'll definitely take it back. That's not a, that's but not what most issue. people don't realize is that an act natural cork, which everyone thinks is very desirable, is probably the least stable mm-hmm. way to kind of preserve your whiskey, including uh, the least favorite, which is my most loved is the stealth enclosure or a screw, a screw cap. cap right exactly because it really does seal and uh, protect the whiskey better although it feels like it's a cheap kind of opening of the bottle like you're just un- right right it it's there's no there's no romance right what what do you guys think a nice rack <laughs> on the Very on the on, on the, the bottle, on, yeah. yeah on the deer that. deer head that's on the bottle thank you randall <laughs> not really nice i like i love this one i thought this was one of my yeah. favorites for the night so i forget yeah. to let you guys try it thank you all right. Yeah. Um, well, we get a couple things when we come back. You are you ready with your drink? Do we have a question of the show coming yeah, up? Do, yeah, we're gonna do the question of the show at the uh at the halfway point. Okay. All right. Yeah, grab the ice. All right, I'm gonna talk. Here we come. We already did it. We'll finish it. All right, whatever. Hello, everybody. We're back right here on WCRN AM 830, and it is the liquor talking. I'm going to hand it over to Randall. Randall wants yeah, to yeah. say something. I think I just was going to say that when we last left our intrepid listeners right, when we took our on the radio, um, Kenny, you were finishing up kind of an assessment or you had showed us a report, and that is, from what I am understanding, that we need to wait for additional information instead of panicking about what's going on. But is there any other kind of closing things that you'd want to say? Because we were kind of rushed to the uh, commercial break. Yeah, no, I uh, I appreciate it. I think that it's really just a function of letting all the news come out, and secondarily, um, sometimes one finds out later that some companies have actually done the funding for the right. actual study, and therefore the it's results tainted. can sometimes get twisted and yeah you know, left-leaning, right-leaning, um, not exactly... Uh, that doesn't happen in the United States of America. Or, or there's a uh, <laughs> or there's a monetary motive or some other bias towards it. 
But uh, I think this is something that people are struggling with a lot of the news and uh, that there could sometimes be a bias. And so um, when we try and do the news on uh, it's the liquor talking, there's always a liquor bias (laughs) because we've been drinking as we do the the news. But um, (laughs) thank you for the report. It's basically if I'm doing a quick assessment is that uh, reports are coming out. But until all the information is in, reserve some of your judgment and try and take an unbiased or objective look at it, because this is profoundly uh, affecting almost everything that we have that has uh, sweetener in it. And you're yeah, saying non-nutritive, like, meaning not like a sugar? Right. Sugar is considered energy. Right. And any sweetener that doesn't add calories or energy is what the industry calls a non-nutritive sweetener. So okay. whether that that's acesulfame, potassium, aspartame, Splenda, sucralose is, a, is yeah. the generic form of uh, Splenda. Splenda is a brand name. Those old chestnuts. On the on the natural side, non-nutritive sweeteners like stevia and monk fruit and allulose. So there's a, I mean, there's ten of them out there, and Pepsi was the one that actually found aspartame in the first place, and or founded, and then put it into Diet Pepsi, and then it went into, I mean, today it's in Diet Coke as well. So, yeah. Um, anyway, well, no, we definitely. Well, you put a lot of information in front of us, but John has also put something in front of us. <laughs> well, yeah, I like more. John, I like John's information yeah. better. So, um, <laughs> so listen, we get the Fourth of July coming, and we were uh, John and I were talking during this week, and we were, and, and I don't even remember last week, we were talking about um, we tried this um, Mox vermouth. Oh no, that no, was we the tried the, no, we tried right, the vermouth here last week. That's right, you weren't here, so <laughs> you got to catch up now. We tried the uh, Martelletti Martelletti vermouth and uh, i'm gonna have you try this uh, i could have you try that straight too no it's not what i'm doing with that one and then <laughs> so i want paper plane is usually aperol and um uh, uh it's an amaro it's usually nonino you've just jumped to the name of a cocktail right paper plane paper plane is a cocktail and it okay. usually has a, a, an amaro in it which is nonino amaro but i tried this when we tried this um this vermouth that we that we tried last week i said you know this i think would go very well in a in a paper plane right so john says well let me make some up for you and uh, i said great i'm always in for somebody else making drinks for me uh so it's usually, it calls for a bur usually a bourbon we didn't use a bourbon <laughs> so the only re- the only um thing that stayed sort of the same was the uh was the lemon juice and the aperol we switched the bourbon out with uh, Mickner's um, uh, American whiskey, which is basically a bourbon, but a it type does, of bourbon, but, it, but can't legally be called bourbon. Can't legally be called bourbon because it it it's done in used barrels, right? Which it gives it another flavor, but I, it, it's fantastic. And a lot of people don't know about it, and it's cheaper than than some of the, its counterparts, and it's really really good. So I said, okay, I'm going to switch that one out, and I want to switch the Amaro, the Nino out, and I want to use that that vermouth so what john made for you today is that that substitution and you have in front of you and i think i want to call it a tailspin because it just like spun everything out it's basically a drink called the paper plane but with two two substituted ingredients in it so, so it's you guys no think? longer a paper plane so it's no longer a paper plane so it's it's called a tailspin yeah, that's delicious. John, thanks for sending this uh, paper plane substitute our way. Yeah, but the I other think two it has guys a... have eye protection. So, 
<laughs> when he threw it down, I was like, uh, Johnny, I think this came out really yeah, well. Yeah, it's delicious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it. I, and, and by the way, it's very, it's, it's, it, it's very close to a paper plane. I think it does have a couple little ins and outs, but I think it's really good. Yeah. This is a very good. So what you can do is, all right, we do have the, the recipe. We do have time. the we do have the vermouth. So we 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 put we use the this vermouth the the Martinelli Toletti vermouth. So it's three fourths of uh, of an ounce of that, three fourths of an ounce of Aperol, three fourths of an ounce of we used the Mickner's um, American whiskey. American whiskey, and then what is, is it? Three fourths of an ounce of of lemon juice. Yeah, three fourths of an ounce of a lemon juice. Every everything is equal, so you can make bigger batches. Just make everything equal. Um, uh, shaken with ice and poured. That's that's it. And there's a little uh, garnish of. Well, John's fancy. Yeah, he is. <laughs> John is fancy, so yeah. Johnny on the spot put in a uh, uh, lemon. But beer. your viewers can't see is that he's wearing spats, which I thought was he's trying <laughs> to bring those back. I think. Bring those back. Well, you know, John's that type of guy. Well. Um, you're calling this a tailspin, but a twist on the classic paper plane cocktail that yeah. not a lot of people may be familiar with, but is a fantastic uh, little it's drink. A, it's about. a really nice drink that not a lot of people know about. It's that refreshing drink. It's great for the summertime. It's great for days like today. We not only have humidity hay and, and haze from the uh, burning up in uh, Canada. Clear, clear your palate out. It's a really good. That lemon juice does all of that. I think it's a fantastic I have to drink. ask this question to the panel. Sure. As I was growing up, Endless hours of amusement were spent with a large format book called the Great International Paper Plane Air Book. That's the one that showed you how to make all the paper. Yeah, it had like all the different, you know, you have the classic pointy one. Yeah. But my favorite was this kind of snub-nosed. Uh, well, it was almost like a, um, a a take on a, on a, on a TIE fighter. It had the, it had the yeah. squadia wide wing yep. with the flip up with on the, the little uh, flip, flip ups, up yep. on the end yep that was, i like that so one but they had all these just great designs and i'm just kind of wondering now uh, as we drink this paper plane or tailspin as you called it where that book went because uh i don't know but i'm sure you can find a copy somewhere in i know you saved it amusement. i know he saved oh yeah it. you know it has it's, it's, anyway, it's that some randall has that somewhere by the way for those of you who don't know well, my buddy's a bit of a pack rat. I hope, <laughs> pack rat. I hope the publisher wasn't in like central or northern Canada because yeah, they that might, might be what the smoke is. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> All right. Um, I got to do a gen files because I think this is hysterical. Yeah. You ready? So my my lovely wife Jennifer finds different things that she thinks would be fantastic for us to talk about on the radio show. So she listens to the show and she thinks, man, oh, she this never is listens pretty to boring. Yo, are you kidding me? But let me spice this up talk with about this. this. Yeah. yeah, let her okay. talk about this. So um, this this centers around a new trend on TikTok. Okay. Which, you know, those are, like, those are involved, like the, the pod, the Tide Pods, eating Tide. I know, you know about that? <laughs> no, right? I have no oh, idea. Oh, no, okay. All right, circus Peanuts. It's Circus Peanuts. No, never about I that. am uh, <laughs> social media, from- like, you know, not good. Not good. This is from The Guardian. It says, uh, ditch the sunscreen, cover yourself in lager, and get the best tan ever. Yes, it's another stupid TikTok craze. Here's the the thing is, I I guess the TikTok thing is that you pour beer all over yourself and, like, basically lather up with lager and then sit down in the sun and get a tan. The the problem with that is you're going to get a sunburn Probably some, we're talking about aspartame, probably some skin cancer. And um, by the way, uh, 
especially this around this time of year, you know who loves the the smell of uh, of 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 lager and fruit beer? Flies. Well, fruit flies and bees and wasps. Yeah. So um, this is the new thing. Uh, beer can <laughs> is something acquired or in a beer guy, and, and this guy goes on to describe what he's doing and all the. It's just a bad. Let's put it this way. Another TikTok thing that's just a bad idea. Do not lather yourself in beer and get a tan. I don't know. I, what, the, what the thing that bothers me the most is I even have to say that. Right. <laughs> the fact that you're aggressively tanning in any way, shape, or form is probably not good, right? Yes. So anything that could potentially magnify or change the skin in order to uh, in affect its ability to protect you, right? Yeah, it's not going to be good. But why this, was this? Is this pervasive? I don't know. Like, it doesn't say. Like, all of a sudden, somebody started. Like, um, beer is made. So here's the here's sort of the thing. Right? Beer is made from hops, which are supposedly uh, help to activate activate melatonin. Melatonin. Mel melatonin. Right. No. Melatonin. Say it the right. It's um, what's in the skin. Melatonin. Melatonin, but it doesn't say melatonin in there because it's British. Melatonin. So probably melanin. Which makes the the skin uh, pale skin darker, right? So if you're drenched in hops, then therefore, it would make the skin <laughs> darker. If you're getting your tips from TikTok on anything, including dancing, probably suspect. There, it has been pointed out, for instance, that dousing yourself in a lager will attract stinging insects such as wasps and bees, so it increases. Uh, uh, the injury of that. Um, uh, so dumb. Um, well, once you so even claimed using beer as tanning agent was up there with olive oil. Don't do that. Either. Please yeah. don't do that. Either. Baby oil. Remember that trend? Yeah. Not good. Yeah. So, um, so please. Oh my God. I would I say just, don't like, listen to crazy things that media is putting out there. They're, they're, they're going to get some traction like by how <laughs> as ridiculous they can make it. Yeah. But then we also host a radio program called uh, It's the Liquor Talking. It's the Liquor Talking. Yes. Well, I, so, the, the liquor know, may be talking to you itself. to say, yeah, yeah to, to lather yourself up in beer uh, during this holiday weekend. Not a good idea. All right. So um, I'm just, I always wait for like the next idiocy. Yeah, because at one point I don't think it could get any dumber, but oh, no. but yet there is no are. bottom. There is no bottom. Yet here we are. To well, Montana uh, banned TikTok, so at least you know you're doing a PSA for anyone in Montana. All right, the three people in Montana will, will be show. doing this. We gotta go. We gotta go where there's more people. I think, and, and less like cows and and, and probably people of the demographic using TikTok. Mm. That's While probably, we continue John, this is to really debate good, uh, and sip this tailspin, yeah, uh, we're going to probably take a commercial break. If sure. I'm right. yeah, yeah, this is it's the liquor talking here on WCRN AM eight thirty on your dial, and we'll be back on the other side with more on the radio. What do you say? How many seconds? Ten, Ten seconds. seconds. Okay. So, <laughs> buttons. <laughs> it's the liquor talking. Time is a, a is a human constraint. <laughs> there we go. All right. Goodness. Okay. We out now? Great. <clears throat> All right. All right. Question think, of the show. Can you actually think seriously though? Like putting like lathering yourself in beer. No. And then sitting out in expecting first of all, this, you have a you have a spilled beer on yourself. When I was a kid, I know you have scouts, any, but 
you would like try and see how many people you could get to do something stupid, stupid right? right? That would be. I up. feel like this is just in the continuum of that, like looking up for no reason to see if you can make people people look actually up. look up, and then you get yeah. blinded by the sun <laughs> or whatever. Know. But you're like pretending there's a UFO or something, and then everyone's you're like, oh, look at them all, look at that. It's like, yeah, but you know, you started it, so yeah. So I don't know. It's just it yeah. seems awful silly to me. All right. Let's do the larceny question of the show. We will do this on the air, but um, for people that are watching us on Facebook, you get a head start. Right. All right. So the larceny question of the show today is, it's a true or false. So you get a 50-50 shot at this. Or. Or, or, or <laughs> yes, that's the key phrase in there. Um, baseball, baseball's National League was, at, uh, was trouble already. once known as the Beer and Whiskey League. So America's pastime baseball's national league was once known as the beer and whiskey league. Mm. True or false? Oh no. I'll right. start. So I'll let's start. see. Yeah. I'm going to just see I'll if start. anybody's, I will no, no, follow. No, 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 don't don't with whatever. Don't uh, Kenny is going to say, because I'm out of my league. No pun intended. <laughs> um, we'll You're see. wearing the, uh, the hop head hat. Yes. I, I got it in my car. I have been wearing it. Yeah. So just so you know. Well, I, I got shamed into it, even though the Red Sox lost five games in a row than they won last night. So, uh, so I, I, I had it. I, I Just so you know, I was down in Newport, and I had that hat on. Nice. So no one said anything. So are, are they in a position now where they can do finish the season, or are we far enough back that they can? Oh, no, they're not only, even up to the All-Star. They're right? only four games out of the wild card in the American League even though they are in dead last place in the American league East, they are There's still, still a shot. capable of getting their proverbial well, act together. Right. But I mean, this is we're mid season, right? Not quite July 11th is the all-star game. And then so that that's is the halfway point. soon. Yeah, that is soon. That is the halfway. So point. not all hope is lost is basically no, but no. it's not great. Well, the problem is, is they can play really well when they, when they do so. It just there's almost like it's sort of almost no rhyme or reason to it. Like they're well, they're, they're doing yeah. well, and then it's pitching staff obviously because right. it always is especially bad. All right, we're coming back and we'll do the question again. All right, all right. Enough of your sports memorabilia or whatever talk. Oh yeah, except for the question. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to It's the Liquor Talking right here on uh, WCRN AMA 30. And we are broadcasting from Julio's Liquors on Route 9 in Westboro. Go to julioslickers.com. Um, you can also follow this along on Julio's Facebook page if you actually want to see this a fiasco that we call a show. Um, you can also get this show uh, probably the next day. Cousin Vinny puts it up wherever you get your podcasts, like Spotify and so forth. Just look for It's the Liquor Talking, and you can find that. Uh, Kenny, you're on Instagram, aren't you? I am. Yeah. What is what is your Instagram handle? Beverage Whisperer. Beverage Whisperer. And I am. I'm uh, theoretically I'm, on Instagram. Randall <laughs> is theoretically under the Spirits Medium, and I am whiskey. Hashtag you're wasting your time. <laughs> <laughs> I am whiskey journeyman. No e in whiskey. Whiskey journeyman. If you want to follow us uh, individually or collectively, all together. All right. Time for the larceny question of the show, boys. Are you ready? All right. All right. 
Baseball's National League was once known as the Beer and Whiskey League. True or false? That's not the question he just asked us before. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly the question I asked you. So I know nothing about Baseball's sports. National League nothing. was once known as the Beer and Whiskey League. All right. True or false? So I'm going to let Kenny answer, and then I'm just going to ride in on whatever he says. Mr. Baseball. Well, I think Randall was going to answer yay under the yay or nay. Yeah. But it is, in my estimation or my guesstimation true okay and i think of things like the st louis cardinals owned by the bush family of okay budweiser and the milwaukee brewers, brewers. so and you're going you're going true yes you're going true okay yes i i resounding true as well <laughs> okay uh johnny on the spot johnny on the spot is going true this was sort of a tricky question well, no, 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 it's just, a, it's beer and whiskey. No, no, it's like, oh, it's just beer, right? No, no, it is beer and whiskey. False. Oh, come on. In 1881, the National League outlawed beer sales, thus causing the rival American Association, also known as the Beer and Whiskey League, <laughs> and to, to wow. spring up. Beer and baseball go together like apple pie and ice cream. Why didn't you say it goes together as hot dogs and popcorn or Cracker Jacks? I don't know. I would use a different phrase. Pepto-Bismol. Three stadiums, Miller Park, Coors Field, and Bush Stadium, are named after the brewing companies. Baseball fans, you got beer in your history, too. The, uh, basketball fans, excuse me. The New York Knicks was, was named after the Knickerbocker beer. Yeah. So it was, it's true for the American Association. League. There was a there national beer and, and whiskey league. It just right. wasn't, it wasn't the, the National League. It was the AL. It was the AA, wasn't it? American Association, ALB. I don't know. Something like that. Well, anyways, well, just the, so you were the, wrong. The AA, the <laughs> AA is the. No, that was the anti. No, no. You, okay, but right. stop it. All right. Okay. Well, so the bottom is, line is, with all my great reasoning, I was wrong. <laughs> I like where your head's at, but I like to. I like to. The reasoning. fact that you got like to, to uh, ballpark uh, ball. Clubs named after the beers or good. people that yeah owned right. by yeah owned by. All right, I'm then I, I think it's time for some something else to drink. So, um, this past week, um, they brought down a bunch of samples from um, Wild Turkey oh. for for us to sample. Then this was the winner. I'm gonna let you guys try this. See what you think. Are you naming Johnny it chicken dinner? <laughs> no, I am not. Okay. By the way, I saw somebody has a new drink out and they were using give him the bird. And I'm like, oh, lawsuit. There it comes. Because wild turkeys use that for yeah. forever. Give him the bird. So. So have uh, I. And, well, well <laughs> in your case, it's actually a fact. <laughs> Randall J. Bird. The J stands for jail bird. Does it not? J. J. Yeah. Bird. J. Bird. Okay. Um. This is that the one we high ABV. Is that is guess. 120. <laughs> that's 120 proof. It's not a different if you if you touch your second sip because if you've been drinking that uh, the tailspin, it's gonna upset that a little bit. And Randall, this is what I this is what I wanted to go. This is the one we picked. This is from the the Tyrone area, the oh. group of 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 um, Rick houses, um, where where Rick House K level was on a level four all right all right in the in the rickhouse and the funny part was um when they brought the samples there were two camp nelsons all right 
which yeah, many those, people yeah. prefer or believe are the better of the picks. They believe that because it says Camp Nelson, that's the one you should go for. That's the one everybody looks for. But I think it, I really think until the last pick that we did, we called it Moneyball, was I think our first Camp Nelson pick. Because we don't really care what rickhouse it was in. We only care about the taste that's coming out of the barrel. And this one was a really cool one because there were, I had basically two Camp Nelsons right there out of like five samples. It was two. I went through in the order that of how good they were was this one, another one, then the Camp Nelson one, the, then the, the other one. And then the last place was the Camp Nelson one. Right. So, this is the best. This was the best one of the bunch by far. And I really like this one a lot. I think it's excellent. So we named it Camp Killer. Yeah. So I thought it was good when we picked it in the summertime, you know, yeah. hearkening back to days of Jason, but also yeah. killing the misnomer or the, the illusion that the only the good barrels could come out of Camp Nelson. Yeah. I just, you know, once and forever talk about this that. You know, they're all going to age exceptional whiskeys because everything is a bell curve. It's just science. Yeah. I mean, you have so to. So you're you going to have to find the one that's on the tail end of really good. And that could be just as equally possible at any of these so called honey spots or the great spots in the Rick houses, uh, as just as good a chance of it being negative as it is positive. Right. So I take your time, so. sensory, explore, and taste. Um, but I love it. Absolutely love it when people give me the list of the things that they're looking for. And they will only look at those objects because uh, they figured it out without tasting or smelling it. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's money. It doesn't ball. make any sense yeah, to me. Yeah. Playing the money balls again. Okay. So one of the mysteries of like, why don't you just taste, you know, one of those things, just taste the whiskey. If it's really yeah. good, it will be really good. And don't believe worry. in yourself. I mean, like a lot of people yeah. will keep asking questions of myself or you or other people to find out if they're in a good place, but you know, you should know what good whiskey tastes like. Exactly. And if not, you know, work with some people who do. I, absolutely. That's, the, that's a definite. All right. So one of the other mysteries that we have, we're getting into, you know, the 4th of July is, is days away, days away. Kenny, maybe, you know, this, I don't know, maybe you've come across it. Why are there are 10 hot dogs in a pack, but only eight buns in a pack? This is one of the those type of questions. Because you're making mac and cheese. Because <laughs> you're making mac and cheese, and you're gonna cut up a couple of the hot dogs and throw spaghettios. Spaghettios with. Do you, are you one of those weird guys that puts the uncooked spaghetti through the hot dog and no. then cooks it so it ends up? You ever seen that? No, it's no. really weird. What is that on TikTok? Seen that. Oh, maybe. <laughs> I don't know that, but maybe. It has to. So the answer, basically, because everybody always asks that, and of course you Wait, you can I, multiply well, I it out. I have a guess. All right, what's the guess? They sell it by weight, and there must be a reason why each thing is weighted. You're you are once again, Kenny. <laughs> your sound I'm deduction, <laughs> yeah, yeah, your sound logic and, <laughs> and powers of deduction have proved you absolutely no, no. Actually, you're right. Yes, <laughs> this. Wow, even a blind pig so gets the, an acorn every once in a while, doesn't it? But the, you're talking about <laughs> hey, the meat, pelican. right? Yeah, hey, look, a <laughs> 16 ounces. So it's basically it's the meat that you're yes, weighing. The hot dogs are sold by the pound. The standard hot dog pack right. is sold in weight of 1.6 ounces. So, of course, 10 is the number for the package, right? Where, but, but couldn't they make bigger 
hot dogs that weigh a little bit more. They could, but I think now it's become standard, I would assume. Well, actually, when we talk about the inflationary trends that have been pervasive. You make them smaller. <laughs> no, you, you, everything is shrinkflation. So right. why don't they, maybe they can't they get can alignment. Fly. Right, they might, you time. don't know, they may do that. Um, so the basic thing is also with the, um, with, with the buns is this bit, uh, how buns are cooked and stuff like that. And the weight of those works out that it should be eight. I have to tell you that for a large portion of my life, I'd never seen a top-loading bun. Only the side ones that you see out west. I was like, what is this nonsense? Why they slit on the top so you can put them in? I get it now, but like when I was a child, I'm like, what is this? Did they mess up at the bread factory? When you you were growing up, did did they have the New England-style bun? No. no, no, that's the top. That's, that's the saying. top loading. Yeah. But how do you grill? Like, okay, so we'll get into this now. <laughs> Who's grilling a bun? Everybody. Everybody. Everybody is oh, grilling yeah. a bun. Yeah. You have not. Hey, have at, not, that, at that, those uh, baseball stadiums that you sometimes go to, yes. are, they, are they grilling the bun? No. No. That is all about monetization as quickly yeah. as steam. possible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Steam everything together so the hot dog bun is steamed also. But that is basically. The reason behind it and the funny part about it is that Heinz, the the condiment company, is trying to um, get people to do the 10 and 10. So you could buy 10 hot dogs and 10 buns. And they're they're behind. That. So so Heinz just yeah. does the condiments. Yeah, but they're, they're so they're, they're like jumping in. And yeah, they're, well, they're, 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 they're like they're, the third man in. Hey, we're keeping the sports thing, right? Yeah, this is the third guy in in hockey. That's right. right? Like yeah. They have no skin in the game, except that they're going to pour condiments all over your stuff. Right. So why don't you and you get together and change exactly how you're doing business? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, well look, so if if Heinz can get one more iota of the mustard market, then they will be doing well because we all know Heinz is really a ketchup company. Yeah. Right. So. If they can grab any added, you know, sort of uh, mustard through authentic, uh, you know, collaboration of getting these things to align, good on them. So yeah, I no, that's, that's, uh, that's uh, the beverage whisperer with his Heinz site. <laughs> hey, while, so we're, uh, while we're going out, Johnny just made us a new drink. Uh, we'll start drinking that. Yeah. We'll start drinking mm-hmm. that. And Randall, you want to? Um, oh, I, I think it's like. Drink it. Yeah, well, no, you can't have it. It's the liquor talking. You're wondering why. But we're about to tell you when we come back from this commercial break here on WCRN, it's the liquor talking. Please stay tuned. All right, we're going to get into some more nonsense now. Oh, sweet. We'll try this when we come. We'll try this when we come back on. But I had Johnny mix up uh, Four gin. Corners American Gin with um, a fever tree. Uh, blood orange ginger ale, yep. ginger ale, right? Mm. Yeah, blood orange ginger ale, ginger beer. Excuse me, ginger, ginger beer. beer. Yeah, just... So you get a little bit more of that spiciness. So, all right. So listen. So Heinz jumped in on this, right? This is going down a. Re- I get to, I get sucked down a rabbit hole here, because I started. I saw the thing about the hot dogs, and I'm like, yeah, I want to know the answer to that. So I started delving into that, and then you know, so I, I saw I got in there, right, and then. That that led to, because of the Heinz thing, there's a debate going on. Ketchup, which I don't put on a hot dog, by the way. No, no. But ketchup, no. Refrigerated or unrefrigerated? Refrigerated. Refrigerated. Never. Never refrigerated. And that's the debate. 
So do you refrigerate the ketchup? Or okay. do you not refrigerate the ketchup? Let me ask now, you this. Every, every restaurant you go you to. You get some ketchup up. packets. Throwing those in the fridge? No. No, because they're yes. not open. No. Right, but I'm just But saying, they're not open. Are you cooling it down? No, no, no. But there's a difference. Those aren't open. So if I opened a, ref- uh, a pack, would I put that in the refrigerator so, afterwards? Mm-hmm. I mean, you'll never. <laughs> I used a mo- like one drop of ketchup and put the rest in the refrigerator. Would that be would that be acceptable? But here's the thing: you go to every every place you go to, right? They got like ketchup on the on like, the counter on the counter, right? And they do that stupid thing with a yeah, they right. So it's, that's the other thing. So at the end of the night, they go in the refrigerator at the end of the night, but they put them on the counter pretty much all day. And can it I just should say- go into a hotter climate <laughs> to pasteurize it and then it can go back out. So, yes, that'll work great. Um, here's my other thing now. So if you notice in restaurants now, too, they get the Heinz no. ketchup <laughs> and they, they paint the bottle is not clear anymore. They do yeah, it yeah, red, red. So you can't see that and you don't have enough inverted. Ketchup. The label is right. Yeah. May I ask if you're gonna do that? Couldn't we put a clear strip on the side so you could see the ketchup level? Cost of goods, baby. <laughs> but it's so infuriating. But so look, if sorry to interrupt, but no, no, if, sorry if to catch up. Let me get out down off my ketchup. Yeah. Says refrigerate after opening. That was where I got that idea from because I wouldn't have generated that idea on my own. Do you want to hear Heinz <laughs> official response? Wait, well, I first of all, do you refrigerate your peanut butter? Yes. No. no. <laughs> and almond butter. You know, Randall's like, <laughs> after I open it, I do. But my thing is, and is all, there my, all my mayonnaise is a dare. That's how it's long it's open because it's sitting out on the counter. Well, that's a dare. I, I used to have a, a great aunt that used to keep the butter on oh, the yeah, table. No. I don't eat mayonnaise. Yeah, so there's I no just, mayonnaise uh, in my house. All right, so uh, the Twitter account argued. Uh, blah, blah. I'm going to give you the official response from Heinz, and this is so like neutrality written. Uh, here's the thing: because of its natural acidity, Heinz ketchup is shelf stable, but refrigerate after opening to maintain product quality. So, I'm not saying it's good or bad. They're just saying like if you refrigerate it, it will retain its product quality. That's better. a non-answer. It is obviously because, it's a because you're, the only thing that I would say the refrigeration and the sealing and proper care of it is to get that skin, that kind of brown crusty uh, thing that, that can sometimes form after about two or three months of sitting in direct sunlight. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, um, hey, by the way, if you ever want to get a really good hot dog <laughs> and you want to about all the ingredients, go to go to Snappy Dog, go to SnappyDogs.com, SnappyDogs.com. Um, we hope to actually go out there uh, later yeah. this summer and actually have some hot dogs with them. They also do they also do uh, ve- uh, vegetarian and, and vegan options too. Yeah. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to It's the Liquor Talking. So while uh, while we were on on break, we 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 had a, another discussion on whether you should refrigerate or not refrigerate your ketchup. This, this is all the rabbit holes we end up down. A near death spiral. A near that death spiral. Just a well, wait, I'm not done yet. So, but while we were sipping a, well, that's what I probably should gin, get to next. Right, so, yeah. so um, four corners gin 
has now reached our shelves. This is Four Corners American Gin. It's 41% alcohol by volume, 750, great retro looking uh, bottle. Like reminiscences, I think of like the 1920s for me, anyways. Art Deco. Yeah. Art Deco, yeah. You're just a child. Just a child. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Randall. Uh, Four Corners American Gin. This is brand new to the market. Actually, this did very, very well at our gin rummy, but the product wasn't even here yet. We got some uh, brought in and they tasted it out and we actually had a waiting list for people to get this. So an American gin, which tends to be not quite as dry as a, a London style or London dry style. And then mixed with some uh, Fever Tree Blood Orange Ginger Beer? I tried the ginger beer, Blood Orange Ginger Beer. John John made us uh, each a cocktail with the gin. This is a little bit untraditional, but I thought it would actually, the flavors would go pretty well together. Blood Orange Ginger Beer and Four Corners American Gin. So what do you think of that? Tasty. Refreshing. Right? Sweet. I think it's real. I think this was sort of a, a stab in the dark. You know me, I like to... I like to have like drinks that I can mix in a minute. I don't want it. I don't want a long time. This was just like, boom. That's I'm right. Done. If your attention span gets delayed too long, that's right. There could <laughs> be chances for mistakes. Just so you know, it's called Four Corners because the botanicals that make up the gin are from the four corners of the United States. So as we're celebrating the Fourth of July, celebrate are you talking with the about gin. the Four Corners where no, Utah, no, Arizona? I said the same thing. No, <laughs> no, you know, I, and I know what you're talking about. No, not there. Uh, Oregon, uh, Maine, Mojave Desert, and what was the other one? Uh, Pacific Northwest. So, yeah. Oh, Oregon was, I thought you started with Oregon. Oregon, yeah, because the wild juniper from Oregon. um, Cascarata? You know what else is in Oregon? Constantly wood notes. Maine did cranberries. You're going to, you're going to, in the wild cherry bark, that's from the southeast. Where? What state? And then the uh, state of confusion, apparently. Uh, I think it would be like, uh, if I remember correctly, it'd be like Georgia, like Florida or somewhere in there, South Carolina, Georgia, okay. Florida, somewhere in there um, that they get those. So they get all the botanicals from basically the the four corners of the United States. All over, over the United, all over States. The United States. And we know what's in Oregon, right? The Hillsborough Hops. That's right. Uh, Kenny's favorite baseball team. Are they, uh, would they be in the, would they be in the beer and whiskey league? Nope. No. <laughs> Okay. They're in the minor leagues, but I figured we'd try this. And then over the break, we had the we had a discussion about whether you should refrigerate your ketchup or not. If you want to go back and listen to that, well, I wouldn't refrigerate your ketchup. Just FYI, oh, I mean, God. I would do Kenny's ketchup. You if to. everyone wants to refrigerate Kenny's ketchup, so what you're referring to is the fact that we have a Facebook Live feed that you can visually go back. Yeah, but if you want to save yourself really the time and effort, oh, just uh, kind of jab a plastic fork into your eye because it's about <laughs> the same. About the same thing. Get the same result. Same, same emotional content of so, listening to us talking about. So it. We've, <laughs> we've delved into the eight and ten hot dog pack and hot dog uh buns and hot and hot dogs we yeah. delve into the condiment the, the, yep. the condiment thing of whether you should refrigerate or not refrigerate your ketchup we're divided on that one all right you know heinz came up with a with a politically non, correct answer polit- politically non-correct down the middle can i say that that answer was a little bit mayonnaise you can but everybody <laughs> will groan yeah. Um, they said, I'll read that back again because people for on the show, because of its natural acidity, Heinz ketchup said uh, Heinz ketchup is shelf stable, but refrigerate after opening to maintain product quality. That's what they said. Well, look there, the, uh, you know, if it were really just a monetization answer, they would have said, yeah, leave it out, leave it outside. And then it would go bad. You'd have to go buy, buy more. Uh, or you get really, I don't think you know, get really sick on that one. So 
again, so this led me to the next thing. Oh, boy. <laughs> I think it was the 4th of July. And, you know, I, I am actually going to go. We have to do some research on the next one. And in order to do that research, we're going to go. We're going to probably make a trip to Snappy Dog. Okay. Why can't they come to you? I'm, well, they, they open will. at 11. They, they will. will but they like, will. But I would rather. They, they more, they're very nice. Uh, Teresa and Lisa up there are fantastic people. Um, you can check them out on Facebook or on their Instagram, snappydogs.com. They're at 61 uh, Main Street in the back lot of the CVS. There, it's a hot dog stand, but they make great stuff. You haven't so. said the town. It's in Hoppington. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. You're correct. Um, and they also have vegetarian and vegan options available nice. there, too. So if you want to go there for that. So go see our friends at Snappy Dog, because my next question for her and the, the for Lisa and Teresa is to figure the out Isos. the Isas. <laughs> is a hot dog a sandwich? Now, this has been a long, long <laughs> argued. I'm just going to lay that out there. Is a hot dog a sandwich? Randall Bird, the uh, the Epicurean uh, master over there. <laughs> the hot dog itself is not. It's just a piece of meat. <laughs> when you right. put it in a bun. And you are you it like, making what, now a hot dog sandwich? Yes. Are you making a? Oh my god, Randall Bird. I know most people. I know you just eat the hot dogs by the dozen without a bun, raw, raw, because they are already cooked. Uh, but this is. I'm just giving you Randall's logic on this. No, uh, no. When you say it's a hot dog, you're talking about the meat. I, but when you you're asking for a ballpark, it's a hot dog Johnny, sandwich. This right? is why we have problems with the question of the show. <laughs> All right, I'll just put that out there. Okay, so, and, but you just will eat the hot dog with no bun. But let's say you put it in the bun. Right. Okay. Is It that, is a hot dog. That's still referred to as a hot dog. Right. Unless you're in Rhode Island, and then it's called a super weenie. <laughs> or, a hot or a, weenie. a hot weenie. Or but a is jacker. it called a hot dog sandwich? No, not no sane person calls it a hot dog sandwich. <laughs> However, <laughs> they should. They should. Because otherwise you're just asking for a hot dog. <laughs> which is the <laughs> meat. <laughs> that is one of those things that we actually do is it's a hot dog. And then when you make the final product, it's still a, hot, a hot dog. dog. Right. Does that yeah. mean it's got its own? It's not a sandwich. It's not a sandwich. But Are it comes sure? with a bun. It's two pieces. Hot dog and V-shaped bun. Right. But now you can start looking at the definition of sandwiches and stuff. Does it fall in there? Now, the basic uh, argument around this is that a hot dog is a hot dog and it's its own category. Right. Because otherwise you're sort of forced because it's, it's meat in between two pieces of bread. Right. Yeah. Even though it's, it's a, a no matter how you split sandwich? it. No. Um, oh, well, but it's not sandwich thing. bread. Yeah. Okay. It's a bun. Would you say that the is a hamburger, the, the, is a hamburger a sandwich? Is the hamburger a sandwich? I don't think so. Because it's a hamburger sandwich. It's a bun. Oh. It's a sandwich. It's a bun. It's not it's sandwich it's bread. Uh, I don't know. Whatever they called that, the big beef. Let's see. Let's see what the people on Facebook are saying right now. Please the, stop. Yeah, please stop. End the silence. Show. End the show, please. God, please, just shoot me now. <laughs> no. Um, but so that is a debate that I think that we should take to no, the hot dog no, stand. No, what, oh, well, yeah, Randall, I'm trying to get you a hot, like, like some hot dogs here. We should take this debate to the hot dog stand where they will take a hot dog and put it into a roll. And then you can have a hot dog. 
Yes. <laughs> well, then you or might they as well put it on a stick. And might as well hot, dog, hot dog safari, like uh, go to Hot Dog Annie's and go to Coney Island and see if, what their proprietors say. I don't want to get hit. That's my, like, I know if I went to, like, well, you know, Lisa this, and Teresa, they wouldn't this probably is gonna lead me. to the pizza pie. Is it a pie? Is it a pizza or is it a pizza pie? Or is it a sandwich? No, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's just like if you're getting the whole pizza, is that the category or are you asking for a pizza pie? Right. Oh, um, a calzone. A calzone? Not, is it cooked. a sandwich? No, that is in is generally uncooked. That that's in the um the uh, beef Wellington. What are right. those? Yeah. What is what are beef Wellingtons? That's in Disgusting. that same category. category. <laughs> beef Wellingtons are, in, are fantastic. What are you talking about? Well, All right. in the last minute, while you're pouring that owl's brew, I do want to do one little piece of shameless self promotion, which is, if you drink hint, hint, you are not getting any non nutritive sweeteners. It's just water and essence. There you and go. So, yeah, I mean, we, you know, for a lot of stuff, we do drink a lot of stuff. Here, we do drink a lot of sweet stuff. This, just so we, we finish this off, this is Owl's Brew. This is a tea cocktail. And they used to carry just the, um, the mixers, but now they're starting to come out. This is a new product. We don't even have it yet. Blackberry half and half. Vodka with black tea, green uh, tea, blackberry, strawberry, and lemon. All right, try that, and Randall. I guess you can take this out of it. I tasted it; it was delicious. And as everybody is waiting patiently for the end, here it is. <laughs> it's the liquor talking. You survived an hour. You survived. Sandwich that all in an hour. Isn't that Congratulations! Great? Thank you. Thank you for listening <laughs> and watching. And thank you, Four Corners. <laughs> this is actually funded by ZX. Is it? Thank you. Thank Thanks. you. Happy Fourth, Ted. Thank you. Wait a minute. He took you out of the gentleman category. Yeah. Did you notice that? All right. Yeah, that's pretty inappropriate. Yeah. Well, thanks everybody for joining us today on It's the Liquor Talking. I got to take us off the radio. <laughs> Did you have to go down the wrong pipe? No, no. It's just all of a sudden I got <laughs> verklempt. And, and then, uh, well, that's gone. You don't have to worry about that anymore. And I'm going to take us off Facebook. Thank you, everybody, Facebook. Have a very happy and safe 4th of July. <laughs>